Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Say he will come and save his people. He will strengthen them in their weakness. He will nourish them in their hunger. He will give them direction in their lost state. And Father, vision where they in their blind state. For the Lord will come and save. We thank you tonight. And let all the saints say, Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah. Wow. Say to the weary one. Hallelujah. I have pastored many churches. But this is the only church that I see that the children are more mature than the adults. Seriously. Seriously. On a serious note, the children in this church are more spiritual and mature than the adults. Oh, yeah. Because maturity... Maturity and spirituality has to do with how much frequent you are in the house of God. And I see more children in church on weekday than adults. Still. Still. It's a good habit that you bring them. It's a very good habit that you bring them. So that, so that when, when they grow up, they will acquire the right habits. And not be like some of you. Yes. Or, or not be like some of them. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to address it. I passed a lot of churches, but one of the things I know about churches see, And I'll tell you the truth. It's immaturity. But it's not for you. Remind me on Sunday. Let me kill that disease right away. Kill it right before it grows in this church. I'll kill it. It's immaturity. It's actually baby. Yeah. And I will kill it right away. Hallelujah. So remind me on Sunday. I'll bring my gun. <laughs> and kill it. Kill it right before it grows. Hallelujah. No, it's, it's a very serious. You have no idea. It's immaturity. Hallelujah. But you are blessed to be here. Amen. Amen. Say to the weary one, Hallelujah. Well, I've been trying over and for the last couple of weeks to tell you about to show us our future, and it's good to know your future, Hallelujah. Because when you know your future, it gives you hope. Do you know that? Do you know that when you, when you know your future, it gives you hope, Hallelujah. If your future is good, Hallelujah. Because hope deferred makes the heart sick. Hallelujah. Yeah. And Paul said, I Christ in you, the hope of glory. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So having a, a, a future or a hope, okay, having a future, a good future, or having a hopeful future is always good. Hallelujah. Amen. And as Christians, we need to know our, our future. Hallelujah. Amen. And the future of the believer is clearly written in the Bible. Hallelujah. You don't need to go and see a, a, a fortune teller. I mean, don't go, don't go and see a psychic. Yeah. You don't need a psychic to tell you your future. Oh. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like a guy, who to see, a guy who didn't go to work. He didn't go to work. He missed work for three days. And then he went to work. He went to work and the boss asked, where are you? So, you know, boss, it's a serious problem. I had a dream that I didn't understand. So I want to see a, 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 I want to see a psychic. And he told me that for the next three days, I need to stay home. Because if I try to be on the road, something bad may happen to me on the road. I said, hey, so look, I'm, boss, I'm serious. I mean, you know, I like to come to work. But based on what the guy told me, I decided to stay home. Because he told me that if I come, something bad may happen to me. So I chose to stay home to make sure that nothing bad happens. The boss said, wow, very good. I also had a very terrible dream. And the dream, I also want to see a psychic. The psychic said, I should fire you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, 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 everybody's operating by what the psychic told them. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the believer that you don't need, your future is in Christ. Hallelujah. That's why, we, that's why I read that scripture to you. And you must always have that scripture somewhere written by your bedside in your Bible. Hallelujah. Which is Proverbs 4.18. Okay, you must have it written in your Bible, on your bedside, on your iPad, as a screen. As a, you can even use it as a screensaver on your phone. So that every time you turn on your phone, you see your future. That is what the Bible says. The path of the just is not a shining light. They shine more and more onto a perfect day. Hallelujah. Or you can even put the message translation, the longer I live, the brighter I shine. Put it as a screensaver so that when you turn on your phone, you see that this is your destiny. And believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. That every year you will get better. Amen. Amen. So, at, uh, hmm? Proverbs 4, 18, yeah. So I spoke to us about the various, we talk about our destiny, our example, the well, and last week I spoke to you about the well. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing me? By the will of God. That discover the will of God for your life. Hallelujah. Amen. And once you find the will of God for your life, don't let anybody take it away from you. Because your value, you see, your value is in the will. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. How important you are to God is by doing His will. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, yeah. How important. Is by doing his will. Hallelujah. Amen. Which and we read first John 2 17. First John 2 17. The Bible says, and the Bible said that and the world passeth away. You see, the world will pass away. And the last thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Amen. He that doeth the will of God, what? I say, he that doeth the will of God, what? Yeah. You are relevant. So, and, 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 you know, I believe that 
we have to come and accept at this stage in our life that our relevance is in serving God. Hallelujah. Yes. You have to come and accept it at this stage of your life that your relevance or your significance in life is serving God. That's actually your, your relevance. Hallelujah. Amen. We are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works. I love, I love your prayer meeting on Wednesday. You were leading. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah, you were sharing that verse. That's my question. You think I don't join the prayer? I join all those things, but I don't tell you. I'm watching people. I know people like something. Huh? I'm on. Why don't tell you? And I listen to the roster. And I watch it. So I know those who don't come. You think I was born yesterday? <laughs> Hallelujah. But you know, our value. Our value. See, and you must now come to accept that your real reason is to, is to you were created by, by God, okay? Unto good works. Your real reason for living is to work for him. Hallelujah. Amen. So no matter what endeavor of profession you are in, a lawyer, a doctor, a cleaner, a pharmacist, a hotel, whatever you do, the real purpose is to serve God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, 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 when, you see, and until you find that real purpose, you are not relevant. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say. And if you are relevant, they will keep you. The reason why you are kept wherever you are is because you are relevant. The day they don't find you, they will tell you that there's no vacancy. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so long as you are rele relevant to God, God will keep you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, discover God's will for your life. And your will, may, his will for you may be different from his will for you. Yeah. Totally different. Thing. So, you find God's plan for you. And stay on course on that will. Amen. And don't let anybody take that thing from you. Amen. And you remain relevant. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because, you see, after you've been around for a while, you realize that, look, at the end of the day, it is God who blesses. That's what it is. God is the God who blesses. If God blesses, if God says you are blessed, you are blessed. If God does not bless, you are not blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. And the amazing thing about God is that God can bless you by any means. <laughs> That's what we all begin to discover. That you, you will think that God should bless you this way, but God can bless you by any means. Hallelujah. Amen. There are people who work and are not blessed. Or let me put it this way. There are people who work every day and still are poor. Oh, yeah. And there are people who don't work when they are rich. So, what's the formula? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What's the formula? So, you see, at the end of the day, it's the hand of God. Hallelujah. Amen. There are some people who have all the money in the world and still have an incurable disease. And there are some people who have no doctor, no insurance, and they are healthy. Running around. Something is keeping them. Because at the end, it is God who keeps your heart. If God decides to keep your heart, insurance or no insurance, your heart will be healthy. If God decides to take your heart, no, no matter your money, it will, you have to go. You, see, you have to understand these principles. 
So you know that you're, you're serving God is the most important no matter what you do. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're talking about safety, safety, if God doesn't watch, it doesn't, you can, you see, if, if God does not watch you, you can't, Princess Diana, Princess Diana was driving in Mercedes-Benz uh, armor plated everywhere. Armor plated. The Mercedes-Benz that crashed in Paris. Armor plated Mercedes-Benz. We don't fire it. Everywhere, the, apart from the roof, that was a, a little space. The everything was tight. And yes, she had an accident and died. She died in an accident. And the whole purpose of the armor plated was to protect the car. Yes, she died. And you sit in your Toyota, which is pop, 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 in everything, and you still go and come. <laughs> I'm preaching. You, yes, sir. you sit in your Toyota, and you start pop, 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 There was one lady in this church. I won't mention her name. I think you know. One lady, I remember. Many, many years ago in this church. Her car was so bad that she used to leave her car on the street, hoping that somebody would steal it so I can go for a shot. <laughs> Everything, 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 everything with the steel car more. She will leave her car on the street, hoping that by the time she will wake up, somebody has taken the car. So they can go and claim it, sure the car has been stolen. Every morning she will leave the car still there. Nobody took the car. <laughs> A car that is left in everything with the key inside and nobody will steal it. <laughs> I was bad. <laughs> car, they, even everything they didn't like it. <laughs> a car that they don't like to steal in everything. I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yeah. So you must trust God. Find God's will for your life because your relevance, like I just said, your relevance in life is doing His will. Hallelujah. That's when you become significant. Amen. Then after that, today I'm going to talk about the focus. Hallelujah. The focus. Who's our focus? Who should you look up to? As Christians who want to walk in our destiny. As believers who wants to walk in, in our destiny or who wants to attain our destiny. What should, who, should be, who should we look onto? And the answer is very simple. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. It says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which that easily beset us. And let us run with race. Let us run with patience. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse number two. Looking unto who? Looking unto who? Looking unto who? The altar and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. You know, this point is very important. If you want to Attain your destiny as a Christian 
or you want to enter into the promise that God has for you, then Jesus must be your focus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And this point is very important. Because you see, who you look up to can determine where you end. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? And in Christianity, in Christianity, okay, in Christianity, the ideal, the focus, the target is not a bishop. It's not a pastor. It's not a reverend. It is not a prophet. It is Jesus. That's what the Bible says. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you want to attain your destiny in Christ, then look unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. Yeah. Looking unto Jesus. Not unto a man. Not unto a man at all, but looking unto Jesus. Because you see, and the reason why it is even more important in this day and age, because there are all sort of men, there are all sort of Christians who are looking unto pastors. They are looking onto a pastor. They are looking onto a man. And they are looking at a man as a standard. No. Look unto Jesus. Amen. Oh, so people are looking unto man. No. Look unto Jesus. Amen. Nobody is the standard. Jesus is the standard. Amen. So anything before you make any assessment or you make any statement... Make sure that you are comparing to, to Jesus, not unto a man. Amen. So stop saying that, oh, but this pastor did this. That pastor is not Jesus. Yes. Oh, but even this reverend, this reverend is not Jesus. Don't. This, this is the scripture. You must look unto Jesus, Amen. the one who started and finished. If you want to end your Christian race well. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you see, they may, you see, they may be well-meaning and well-intended pastors who still make mistakes because they are human. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Not, I'm not talking about crook. I'm not, I'm not talking about crook pastors. I'm not, I'm not talking about fake ones. Even genuine ones make mistakes. But I'm not even talking about fake ones. Genuine ones can make mistakes. So the standard must be Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not talking about fake prophets. No, no, no. That's what, that's what this one, this one. But genuine, even genuine men of God can make mistakes. Je- because they are human. Genuinely make a mistake. So don't use people as a standard. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to enter into your destiny, let us all try to emulate Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Not even Paul. You see, Paul, you see, let me tell you something. The standard is Jesus, not Paul. Yes. The standard is who? The standard is who? Jesus. You see, the writings of Paul explains Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's what Paul was trying to do. Yes. His writings explain. His writings explain what Jesus said. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. But the standard was Jesus. Amen. So that is because this verse could have said, looking unto Peter. But Peter is not the standard. Peter is not the standard. No. Peter's not a standard. No, 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 no. He was a good guy, but he's not a standard. So don't say that, well, even Peter, when he was what, he denied the Lord. No, so me too, ah, what? 
not even Peter when it was hot. You know, this verse could have read looking unto Abraham. Looking unto Abraham. It is Abraham. So he says, so don't go and read the verse. Well, even Abraham, you know, when he wanted papers, he said Sarah was not her sister. <laughs> he did lie. The man did lie. He said, this girl, I don't know her at all. No, he said, this girl's not my wife at all. She's my sister. My baby sister. When they tell you, say, don't we look alike? <laughs> That's what Abraham told Sarah. Don't we look alike? Hey, when they see you, say you are my baby sister. You, you are me, then a brother who died, and you. <laughs> so you are two behind me. Because there was an age gap. Because Sarah, he was much older than Sarah. So he has to explain. Huh? He didn't say, no, no, no. say, look, when they come and ask, say you are my sister. There are two siblings behind. But the, the middle two died in the journey, so you are the one. <laughs> he told the story. But that's not it. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Look unto Jesus. Amen. You see, and the reason I say that, make Jesus that's not, so that, so that even when you fall short, you know that you are falling short, so you don't justify it. Yes. That's the, you see, that's the point. You see, let us be honest in Christianity. You. Marriage. Look unto Jesus. Amen. If I start talking about marriage, you know you run away. Marriage. Look unto Jesus. Amen. Anything. Job. Work. Marriage. Look unto Jesus. Amen. Marriage. Look unto Jesus. Amen. Marriage. I mean, marriage. Look unto Jesus. Amen. And the ideal marriage is not to marry Jesus Christ. That's the ideal. <laughs> yeah. The ideal marriage is not to marry. That's the standard. So if you want to maintain this, I don't marry. <laughs> Look at <unto> Jesus. <laughs> you are running away. <laughs> Look at Jesus. Yes, so the standard, no seriously. So the standard of marriage, the ideal is not to marry. Uh-huh. So, so what I'm saying, so if you are like me, you have married, I said that you are fair, you are lower. <laughs> so if you are married like you and I, then I said that we couldn't maintain the standard. We are falling small. Admit it that you are you didn't hit the standard. Wow. You are a bit lower, and take it like that. Nice. And those of you who are not married, be, re, be objective, be, be realistic with yourself. Yes. That are you like Jesus or you are a hypocrite? <laughs> yes, the circumstances have made you like that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, you see, the standard. You understand? That's what Paul said. See, look, that's what Paul said. Paul was the same. Paul also elevated the standard. He said, don't we, aren't we like Cephas and Peter go, don't you have the right to lead a sister about? But no. That's what he said. He has elevated it. And he gave a condition. He said, but if you don't have that ability, okay, if you don't have that ability, that, so, that you don't have the ability to stay celibate, 
Therefore, to avoid burning, then marry. But if you can handle burning, then don't marry. Because it's, it's, marriage is lower. So, but if you know that you are like me, you cannot handle burning, then please. You see, that is why, you see, see, then please, oh, just go and marry and go and get a, a, a fire service to burn the fire. To get <laughs> fire extinguisher to kill the fire. Regularly. Always, you all. Yeah. You see, but don't be, you see, you see, you see, this, I hope you, you see, many people can hear this. You see, it is this hypocrisy that has led to the problems in the Catholic Church. Hypocrisy. Yes. They would have been better off to let the priest marry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They would have been, they should have been honest. Yes. Now look, the standard is Jesus, but we can't. Yes. So let them marry. The one who can. <laughs> maybe certainly, maybe you, if you want to become a poet, but the rest of it look. All cardinals and. <laughs> no, seriously. You're laughing. You see, you see, it comes from a hypocrisy. Standard to Jesus. Must hold him as a head. So everything, use Jesus as a standard. And when you cannot hit that standard, Accept it that you are lower. Yes. Yes. Accept it. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. When, when, it comes to, when it comes to talking back, answering back, Jesus is the standard. They say, they say he, rev, he was revived, but he revived back not. Can people insult you and you keep quiet? That's the standard. Uh-huh. So I said that this my mouth is lower. <laughs> Because the real thing is he, he, he was right and he revived not back. That's the standard. That is the standard. Looking unto Jesus. But you can't keep your mouth shut. You must talk back. So when you talk back, accept that you are lower. Yeah. See, this is important. You see, I'm saying this because you see, that is why it is a mistake for you to use the reason why maybe a senior man of God is divorced. So you are just, it's not, it's, it's not, it's still wrong. It cannot be justified under any circumstance. Don't justify it. I want to show look, listen to me. If you have had an accident, don't justify it. An accident is still a car with an accident, is the same as a brand new car. Just accept that it's an accident. Don't make it look like accident is good, it's not good. Rather say I've had an accident. But don't make it like it's good to have an accident. See, I'm talking about honesty. So don't use it as a standard. At all. I'm talking about, see, Jesus is the standard. So when we cannot attain that standard, let's accept it. He knows our frailty, he knows our weakness. Hallelujah. And let him work on it for us. Maybe one day we'll get better. That's all. But now we are not there yet. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'll get better. That's why he's married. 
yourself, then marry. And then you don't like someone who can keep himself. Mm. <laughs> 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 Even Phyllis will sit there quietly. I know you are your <laughs> Stop acting like you are some holy sister. Sister, Ter- me, sister Teresa, you are not. <laughs> Mother Teresa, no. Let's be serious. I'm praying, right? Is that the truth? Yes. That's what I want. You see, they have told me already. That's what she they have told me long before. That though, that's what she, this her single thing is not for her. And I like, I like people like that. She told me long ago that, look, Reverend, look, I need to marry. That's so. It's a true confession. Yeah. So let's, let, let, let's, let's, you see, that's what Paul said. Follow me as I follow Christ. Hallelujah. Paul says, follow me as what? Jesus is the standard. In any form. So when we are short, ministry. See, 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 ministry. Jesus was a carpenter. After the Holy Ghost came, he left his job and did full-time ministry. So if you work as a doctor and preach, I'm not there. It's a lower option. (laughs) You can describe it ultimately, it's still lower. You preach, I preach, it's still lower. The standard is that leave your job and do it fully. That is the standard. So you go and see patients more, come and preach more. It's not the standard. So accept it and pray for grace. Because when he called them, the disciples, everybody, they left their job. Full time. Yeah. One, one elderly woman told me, say, God, God is not looking for part-time workers. That's how a lady told me, told me and ran around and said, God is not looking for part-time workers. Either you do it full-time or you stop. Go <laughs> God is not capable. God is not looking for part-time workers. As needed. God is not looking for per DMs. Uncle preacher. I'm saying all this because you see, it's good to be honest Amen. and accept that I have fallen short yes. in this regard. Yes. And allow the grace of God to work on you. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. But don't say, don't try and justify that well. You preach, I preach. You preach, I preach. No, no, you are not. It's not the same level. It's a different sacrifice. When he got there, when he goes, he left his job. When he called his disciples, they all left their job and their family. Yeah. Come <laughs> to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, stand up. Not to marry. So if you are carrying babies like that, accept that literally. 
That's why you have gone low, crap. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm preaching to us, you see. He's the standard. So don't twist it. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see, it does not mean it's not acceptable. But don't make it the standard. Do you get it? After he gave people talent, some five, some ten, some two. So, yes, you can be a worker and still preach. It's acceptable, but it's not the standard. You see, that's the point I'm trying to say. Because some people think it's, it's not the same. It is not the same. If you see, uh, look, one time, one time, I visited Father Peter. The, he was with Father Peter in, in, in New York, in the, our church. Most, most of you don't know him. Father Peter, was, he, he died now. When we used to meet him in Manhattan, in Holy Cross, he gave us the place. Nana, one Tuesday I visited him. When I went to the man, where he was living, he, you know, Roman Father, he has nothing to know. It's a small space. It's a small place in the church. That's where Father Peter lives. The sisters come and cook for him. He has nothing. He doesn't owe shoes. No, nothing. They don't owe anything. Just eat, preach, do the mass, come back. So when I visited when I visited, I saw where he stays. I said, hey, I respect this man because me, I can do this. <laughs> honestly. Honestly, Rosal, I can't do this. This man was sitting there. One bed. His whole, no, his whole clothes. Apart from the, the gang gang they wear, some t-shirts and some jeans. The whole, his whole, his whole fit, can fit in that space. And he purchased such a big church. Because their philosophy is you don't owe anything. They don't have cars. And then, here. In the ER here. I was working with Israel. I got one of the, the Jesuits. The Jesuit priest. One of them was an ER fellow. So he came to work in Bethesda. Yeah. So he became my friend. So I asked him that, ah, but if you are just, why aren't you preaching? So some of them, they, they, they are not in the ministry preaching. But they are ministries that they've taken about that. Whatever they earn in the circle where they give. So he takes his, yes, here, my friend. 100% his paycheck gives it to the church. He will carry the whole thing. I'm telling you, so you might, I work within the year. Carry the whole thing. Give it to the Catholic Church. Because that's, that's the Jesuit Brotherhood. That's what they do. He doesn't preach. They do voluntary works. They either work in the hospital. They work. That's, 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 what, that's what they do for the Catholic Church. They work as missionaries. Come what, they, they do whatever they do secularly. They carry their... And the church takes care of him. So he, the car he drives is for the church. The clothes... So he's, the, everything is for the church. So even if he works, it's for the church. He was the one who... When he finished, he told me... He was going to... Um, I think Nicaragua, Colombia. I remember what he was saying. I said, wow. I'm trying to remember the guy. He's my friend. Because I worked for almost two years. I said, wow. You've done well. You're going to do ministry. He said, yes. 
So why are Corona this year by chance? They look, he was all looking and said, but you can't go. That's why I said, because you have wife and kids. He told me that. <laughs> you are tied in New Jersey. He looked at me, I bought and said, you can't go. And it's the truth. Because as soon as he finished his program, just after he finished the rotation, he took it back. Next stop. Next stop, the Catholic Church is sent to Nicaragua. He has, he has nothing. He owns nothing. Wow. Some of them are. Is it, when you look at some of them, some of the charismatic pastors, we are jokers. Charismatic, hey. uh, we are jokers. Big cars, big masses, we can't move. We are jokers. We are jokers. charismatic, but we are jokers. Because when I started with the people, I said, oh. There's a reason why they respect the Catholic Church. Because some of these are. And the church is big. Have you seen that big church on 42nd Street? Big church. Yeah. The pastor owes nothing. Wow. Why you get people with three by four classroom church? They want to drive Mercedes and Jaguars. Hey. Is you want people in such charismatic church? Hey. And you see, look at Jesus. Because when Jesus died, he had nothing. They parted his garment. Hey. Serious message. That guy, he, when he finished, he took, he said he's going. And I said, wow. That way I said, but you can't go. He, he was a whole, he said, you can't go. I said, why? He said, because you have wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, yeah, and, and apparently they're doing rotation. They'll be in this country for three years. When they finish, they move on. So they don't owe, they don't owe anything. But it's the same with Sister Teresa. You see, they, they are sisters. Even though she's in education, her whole paycheck is for the church. So the church takes her So they don't owe anything. Look, you even your even your your woman alone. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. No, I'm just giving us a the standard. Hallelujah. Yeah. Great to hear. You see, it's always good to be honest with yourself. Amen. Amen. See, which brings me to the, the next point, the glass. Maybe we can end here. I should continue. The glass. Second Corinthians 3.18. Or the face, the glass in the face. Yes, Second Corinthians three eighteen. Second Corinthians three eighteen. What is he? <clears throat> the Bible said that, but we all, with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The glass. He said, but we all go back again. Let's read the scripture. But we all, with an open, with a, with open face, beholding us in a glass. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at this same verse. Let's look at <coughs> verse, um, verse 12. Okay, let's stay here. We 
go back to 18. But we all open face, beholding us in a glass. I'm talking about a glass. See, I'm talking about things that will make you get into your destiny. When you need the, the focus, which is Jesus Christ, and the glass, or the mirror. The mirror. The mirror. The mirror. We all, with open face, beholding us in a mirror. Okay? Mirror. Here, yeah, the word glasses means mirror. Beholding us in the mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the image, the mirror. The mirror. One thing about a mirror is that, you see, one, a character, one thing about a mirror is that a mirror tells you what you look like. Yes. <laughs> when you look in the mirror and there's a pimple here, yes, there's a pimple here. Don't deny the look in the mirror. When you stand in the mirror on the side where you look like you are, you are big, don't deny the look on the mirror. <laughs> don't, you see, in, in, in other words, don't argue with what you see in the mirror. Because what you are seeing in the mirror is you. Don't argue. Don't say, hey, hey, no, that's you. Are you hearing me? I mean, you, you, you are crazy to, to, to argue with what you see in the mirror. Don't deny it. The mirror is telling you what you look like. Yeah. Of course, there are a few tricksters mirrors. Yeah. The one that makes you... Somebody, somebody told me that in most hotels, restaurants, they have this fake mirror. makes you look slim. Yes. <laughs> it's a lie. You are not... Apparently, some of these hotels, they put this just to deceive the customers. So when you stand there, you look a bit slim. It's not true. And they have the magnifying one too. But I'm talking about a mirror. Hallelujah. A mirror. Which tells you. I'm talking about the mirror. Which tells you who you are. That's what a mirror is supposed to do. And you are stupid to argue with a mirror. Hallelujah. Don't argue with the mirror. No, no, no. There's no pimple on my nose. No, in the mirror, there's a pimple on your nose. Why are you arguing? Yeah. That's you. So here, the Bible says that, the, is it, I'm talking about, uh, the Bible says that the word of God is a mirror. So the mirror here is the word of God. The word of God is mirror. James is the mirror. It's a mirror. So when you come and the picture is coming, that's your mirror. Don't argue. That's you. The preaching, when the, the pastor is preaching about stubbornness, laziness, maybe disobedient, I mean, a disobedient wife, and, and, and the examples fit you. Don't argue. That is a mirror. You have been given a mirror. So look, you see, the, the trouble, when you look at it, you look at it, see what you like, and make the necessary changes. Yes. 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 Fix it. Yes. You look into the mirror, you see that all this hair is gray. Hey, you are growing old, though. You better go and get some yomo and fix it. Instead of arguing that, oh, there's no gray, there's gray. So either you're going to accept the grain like that or you're going to die it. But don't argue. 
It's not real. Then you, you go and dash the mirror. There's something on the mirror. There's nothing on the mirror. So the word of God is a mirror. As the message is coming, preaching about lust, about fornication, about stealing, and, and it's you. Don't deny it. That is you in the mirror. So accept it and go and pray and work on it. When you look in the mirror and see a pimple here, you work on it. You don't say there's no pimple. It's a message. If you want to get into your, your destiny, the mirror, the mirror, use the mirror. The word of God is a mirror. The preaching is a mirror. It talks about your life. You know, that is why, that is why one of the things that I cannot stand, tell them on Sunday, they are not here. One of the things I, I will tell them, one of the I cannot stand in church at all, when the pastor is preaching, he said, well, he's talking about me. Somebody told me something about you. That's, Somebody told me about something. About, that's why he's, so because of me that he, it is because of me that he's saying that because somebody told him, no, no, you are wrong. Can't stand that at all. Don't you believe in the Holy Ghost? Don't you believe in the anointing? Can't you see that God is showing you a favor by painting, giving you a mirror so that you can see and change instead of sitting and criticizing somebody that somebody is doing? Can't you see that you are being given a mirror? Can't you see that the message is a mirror? Can't you see that when the pastor is saying that, look, you cannot be rude to your parents, you must be obedient to your parents, disobedient children will go to hell. <clears throat> Somebody told me, Reverend, about my dad. I don't care. No, no, it's a mirror. Change. It's a mirror. Hmm? It's a mirror. The Bible says we, we are changed. The mirror changes you. The mirror is supposed to change you. I change into glory. Seeing the image from glory to glory. Hallelujah. And I even like the first part. You see, I even like the first part. You see? I, I, I even like this part. You say that. But we all, with open face. You see, I like, I like this part. The, the open face is also important. Don't look at the mirror with your eye closed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> open face. Be open. You know what? See, this, this, this is true. Be open. Because people are not open. People are not open at all. They're not open. People are not as you see. But if you want to be held, be open. I once told a church member, I said, hey, me. I told a church member, I said, hey, me, I'm a doctor. If you come to the clinic, and ask what is wrong with you. And you say, and, and if you have a headache, and you, told me that your, and you tell me your stomach is hurting you, I will treat your stomach. You go back home with your headache. Do you hear me? I told the person, look, I'm a physician. If you come to the consulting room and ask what is the problem, and you have a headache, but you don't want to tell me it's a headache, you say it's a stomach ache, I will treat your stomach ache. I'll give you a bit more. Can go back with your headache. Is that right? I said yes. It is not my duty to find out about your headache. It is my duty to treat your headache, but you have to tell me the headache. So if you're a pastor and I call you and you say and you lie to me, I'll treat your lies. 
That's what I'm saying. Yes. You come and sit and tell me, oh, oh right, there's no problem. We're okay. Everything is cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Your wife is beating you, and you are sitting, you wouldn't say that. <laughs> You know that your wife has been beating you, so you come and say, "Oh, Rev, you know it's okay. It's a lot of just a lot of mis- just Lord, Rev. It's just a lot of mis- understanding, but we're okay. We're okay. You know, we're okay. So just a lot of mis- understanding, but everything is okay. Oh, she's such a sweet lady. What she's beating you? Okay, fine. I give you a little bit mis- understanding treatment. Go home and go and receive your beating. People are not real. That's why the Bible says you must look at it with an open face. A lot of people are fake. Mm, fake. fake. Open face. You must be real. You must be real. You see, this is how to enter into your destiny. This is how you get better. This is how you get better. You must be real. If something is pinching you, talk about it. Oh, you know, everything is okay. It's not okay. You have a problem, talk about it. Open face. Be open. That's how you get helped. Yes. Stop the pretense. Stop the fake. Yes. A lot of people are fake. That's why we all got shocked. You know? That's why we all got shocked when the ghost got divorced. Al Gore and his wife. You, see, you don't have to be all shocked. Because when it comes to marital problems, it was the Clintons. They were always on the news. Yes. But the ghost looks like the perfect couple. Hey. That's true. But the Clintons. Hey. Mr. Clinton has done this. <laughs> but rather, they are still married. But the island Tipago, who look like the perfect couple, you see, it was all fake. Fake. So that's why we were surprised. They'd rather have divorced because it was fake. They're not watching the mirror. The Clintons have a problem. They will let the world world know that Charlie is not good. We admit, but they're still in it. You see, I'm talking about honesty. But the ghost. That's why the, whole, the world were shocked that you would think that the Clinton rather would divorce, but they are still married, and the ghosts are divorced. Because the ghost came as a perfect couple, fake. Blue, blue, yellow, yellow. No, it's not. Stop this blue. Yeah. Huh? Those turbulence. Yeah. You see, you see, open face. That's why the world was shocked. People were shocked. Because all, nobody, no, nobody got a wind of any squabbles in the ghost marriage. They look like this perfect couple. See them dinner, they sit each other quietly. They are divorced. And the Clintons from Copanasu stories. <laughs> You're still married. From Lewinsky to whatever. I touch, I didn't touch it. You're still married. <laughs> I did not. Read my lips. They are still married. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm just showing you a window about the, the importance of an open face. Don't 
tell me that the, the ghost never had a problem. No. But they pretended. They pretended for the press. They pretended for the media. So they look like the perfect couple. But the clinics were not like that. At all. So let the face be open. Amen. If you are broke, say you are broke. Hey, that's it. That one. Yeah. I'm broke. Some no day. That's all. You're struggling with the problem. Don't pretend. Don't pretend. The face must be open. For the mirror to help you, the face must be open. Don't look at the mirror with your closed eyes. Open face. You say we all with open face. The face must be open. We all. Yeah. It's very important. You see, that is why you'll be helped. Because you see, all this I'm saying, you see, there are people who are like that. Too. There are people who pretend. Pretend. Many, many years ago, when we all got married, many years ago, this was after medical school, me, Bishop, Bishop Saki, we all got married somewhere around the same time. We were just having talks, just talking, chatting about marriage, marriage, you know, the early days of marriage. One brother said, So, me and my wife, I remember it like yesterday. Me and my wife, we're okay. We have such deep understanding for each other, respect for each other. We don't quarrel. After he talked, we all were talking. After he talked, he stood up and gave this excellent speech. When if he, Bishop said, Walk out. <laughs> Bishop said, Walk out, you hypocrite. It's like a liar. <laughs> a liar. <laughs> Bishop said, Look, Charlie, you are a liar. This was very annoying. We all sitting here, we are talking about problems. Yes. How our wives used to annoy us. You are sitting there telling. <laughs> they said, walk out. <laughs> huh? Yes, the whole purpose was to learn from each other. Then you come and give this perfect speech. Say, <laughs> you say walk. He told the guy, walk out. <laughs> Let's let practical people sit here and let's talk about. It. Let's, be <laughs> let's be serious. Tell your neighbor, open face. Open face. Say, let the face be open. Stand up to your feet. Let's close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. Kila masoka tandoria baba. Jendelia baba. Mama ekenulia baba. Sheka tonoria baba. Father, help us. Help us, Lord. May our face be open. Deliver us from deception. Deliver us from pretense. Deliver us from being fake. Let us not be fake. Let us not be fake. Oh, kali masoka tandoria baba. Man looks at the outward, but you look at the heart. You know our thoughts. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you.
Yes, Lord. Father, we thank you tonight. Let your Holy Spirit rain down upon us. Let your voice be heard. Come and change our hearts. May we be whole with an open face, removing every veil. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's QFC announcements at gmail.com.